What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of Let's Talk B-Ball. This is your host with the most, Sahir Kabir. And today, I'll be talking about some of my favorite random player stories across basketball. And it's going to be a good episode, man. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. All right, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome. So today, I basically wanted to do something different. We're going to take a bit of a break from championship teams. And we're going to do a fun episode, man, because the last two episodes, they were about the Cavs and the Pistons and their championship runs, right? So today, it's going to be kind of different. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through three stories here who, that I think are really entertaining. And yeah, man, that's basically it. We're, we're just going to go through these stories. I'm going to tell them to you. I'm going to give my opinions of them. And I'm going to tell three of them. And it's going to be really fun. And I promise you'll have a good time. Even if even if you don't watch basketball, you'll you'll still get some enjoyment out of this, I'm pretty sure. Let's let's jump right into this. Alright. So the first story that we have right here is about a man named Contavious Caldwell Pope, who is a shooting guard in the NBA right now for the Lakers. But back in twenty seventeen, when he first signed with the Lakers, he actually got arrested. And people say that he played with an ankle monitor on. There are a lot of picture uh, pictures out there of him playing with an ankle monitor on if you can believe that the thing is he was serving jail time while while playing in the nba now i'm gonna get into a bit of the reason for why because our boy kcp was kind of up to some naughty stuff here right he was he was a little bit of a, a you know a little bit of a henny god kind of secondary henny god to <laughs> to jr smith if you know what i mean so he was caught get this i really want you to soak this in this is like if if you're gonna get anything from this episode get this right he was caught speeding completely he was drunk and he was speeding in a 25 miles per hour zone now i want you to take a guess pause the episode and just guess what speed he was going okay you're probably thinking oh maybe he's going 40 maybe he's going 50 okay 50 is a little outrageous maybe he's going 35 well, you're wrong. You're literally wrong. Because he was going 70 miles per hour, bro. <laughs> what do you... What do you do? <laughs> okay, I want you to picture... If, if, you're, if you're driving, right? I know maybe, maybe some of you aren't. But if you're driving, I want you to picture, one, how fast 70 miles per hour is. Two, maybe picture a 25 miles per hour zone near your house, right? And I want you to picture... <laughs> I want you to picture going 70 miles per hour in that 25 miles per hour zone. I don't know how he didn't kill somebody doing this, right? I don't know how you don't hit something, right? Going that long. Because, like, usually 25 miles per hour zones, I I think they're either, you know, they're either, like, school zones or they're maybe, like, neighborhoods, you know. It's it's usually they're 25 miles per hour because people live or work there, right? So imagine you're go you're you're like coming home from work, right? You know, in your 25 miles per hour zone and you just see a car going 70 past you. Like my god, man. He essentially uh, allegedly had to wear this ankle monitor because he was on a 1-year probation after that and he refused to comply with the drug test and he was placed under arrest for 25 days and he had to do a he had to fulfill a jail sentence. Now I want you, even then, I want you to think about just how crazy that is that he's playing while serving in federal prison. <laughs> it's, it's so funny, man. 
I don't know why this story is so entertaining to me, but I think it's just the absurdity of him, like the NBA having to make a legal change where, okay, yes, you can play while while serving jail time just so he can play. <laughs> and And I think that's like they have to make a change to the rules just for that, man. And I'm going to level with y'all. It's not, people aren't 100% sure if he was playing with the, that ankle monitor on. So maybe I'm clickbaiting y'all a little bit. But there are pictures, and the pictures, they could be photoshopped. To me, in my personal opinion, they look heavily photoshopped. But then I went into, you know, a YouTube comment section, the most trustworthy source. And some guy, some user said, yeah, I went to one of those games and he was wearing an ankle monitor. <laughs> so, you know, you can take his word for it. It's up to you, man. I personally, I, I don't believe that he was playing with it. I, I, you know, I didn't really watch these games. But if if you want to believe it, man, and I do want to believe it, because I think it adds a whole new level of, like, hilariousness to that story, then go right ahead, because I'm right there with you, because it's, it's really absurd to me. <laughs> just first of all, it, it's just actually insane. Like, I think, you know, J.R. Smith is obviously the OG Henny God, right, you know? But KCP is a very close second, man, because you got to be a, some type of menace to be going 70 miles per hour in a 25 miles per hour zone. That is insane to me. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, that's that's the first story. And I hope you all like that one because it's about to get even better. Now, you know, we're not going to do player stories without talking about my guy, Dennis Rodman, right? Come on, come on. Who who do you think I am, bro? Who what kind of what kind of an NBA fan do you think I am if I'm not going to talk about Dennis Rodman during a wacky player stories episode? <laughs> so anyways, this is about his very famous romp in North Korea. There are many stories about Dennis Rodman. For example, him getting married to himself, him going on that bender in Las Vegas during the finals. There are a lot of stories about him, and this is my personal favorite. Because the fact that this exists and this is 100% true is so fu- it's so funny to me, bro. In around 2013, Dennis Rodman traveled to the Hermit Kingdom, <laughs> which is the country of North Korea, the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea, of Korea, which is, you know, it's none of those things, not a people's republic or democratic, right? We all know that about North Korea. But a certain man who's very important in North Korea, named Kim Jong-un, <laughs> actually is a huge 90s Bulls super fan, like a lot of people are, because the 90s Bulls were awesome. And he was such such a big fan that he invited Dennis Rodman, number 91, Mr. Rebound, right? He invited him to North Korea in 2013 because he loved the Bulls that much. Now, Dennis Rodman, being Dennis Rodman, agreed to this. <laughs> Dennis Rodman agreed to this and in 2013 he traveled with a bunch of reporters from Vice which they have a documentary about that and it's really interesting and I think you should go watch it for sure I watched it to prepare for this and they played an exhibition game with the Harlem Globetrotters now just I want you to think about like like think about everything you've heard in the news of North Korea right why is Dennis Rodman of all people going there the fact that Dennis Rodman can achieve diplomacy and the United States of America government, the government of America, cannot. And Dennis Rodman probably got closer to Kim Jong-un than any American has ever gotten. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, bro, of all people, I love him. I love him. He, we, we, you know, we stand him here, right? We, we got a lot of love for Dennis Rodman. Because <laughs> he's just, he's insane. 
All right. Yeah, so <laughs> they traveled with reporters and they play an exhibition game. And it's so funny to watch Dennis, if you watch that documentary, again, I really think you should. It's so funny to watch Dennis and Kim Jong-un like like whispering to each other like little girls in the in the speaker box and they're like laughing and stuff. And this like there's like this scrawny vice reporter, he's like, oh man, North Korea is so dangerous. We don't know what's gonna happen here. And Dennis Rodman is like... He's just like, he's talking to Kim Jong-un like they're like childhood best friends. And it's so funny to me, bro. I mean, obviously, I don't know if Dennis Rodman knows Korean, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I, I just, isn't that, it's so absurd, right? And then he keeps going back. He keeps going back to North Korea <laughs> and eventually he gets invited to Kim Jong-un's birthday party. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, you know, it was like one of those kid, like he had a separate one that was like one of those kid birthday parties with like a bouncy house. Can you picture? I really want you to picture this because now I'm picturing this and I'm really trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's <laughs> picture them like bouncing together in a bounce house. <laughs> I mean, oh man, no, no, freaking like Dennis Rodman and <laughs> Kim Jong-un together in a bounce house. Man, that might not be funny to some of y'all, but that is so funny to me to picture. Anyways, he, he goes to this banquet and Rodman sings him a birthday song. He sings him happy birthday. <laughs> oh my God. And he tells him, you have a friend for life. I think that's such a beautiful bromance. It's so unlikely, but it really shows you that like, you know, in Romeo Ju and Juliet, like how they have like beautiful love stories that, you know, aren't meant to be right. And like throughout history, you have all these love stories. I think it really just shows you that friendship, bromance, it can blossom anywhere, man. If whether you're a 90s basketball player who likes to party and, and you know, drink, or if you're a unstable dictator, I think friendship can blossom anywhere. And this is actually what I want you to take away from this episode, because your friends are treasured even if you're friends with an, an unstable dictator. <laughs> All right, so on that note, we're going to take a short break. I hope this has resonated with you so far because it's we're going to end with probably one of my favorites and probably it, it's, it's going to be good, man. We're going to end with Stefan Marbury in China. And before that, we're going to hear a quick word from my girl Ellie. She is also doing a podcast. And the podcast name is Bad Mixtape from Your High School Girlfriend. Very long title, but it's very worth it because she talks about music and stuff. So without further ado, here you go. Get up and stretch, maybe. And yeah. Looking to reignite your love for oldies and find new music? Tune into Bad Mixtape from Your High School Girlfriend once a week for a new playlist and suggestions. Whether you're going through a breakup or in the best time of your life, I have a playlist for that. Join me every week for a new episode on Anchor or Spotify, and make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BMFYHSGFPOP for updates and more. All right, and we're back. So let's talk a little bit about my man, Stefan Marbury. So Stefan, a lot of you may know him. He played in the NBA for a very long time, and... He was born in New York, so he's a true New Yorker, and he played for the Knicks, too. A lot of the times, if you look him up, you'll see him in a Knicks jersey. But did you know that he is actually really, really big in a certain country, a certain world superpower, 
called the People's Republic of China. And I didn't know this until I was doing research for, okay, let's let's see what maybe funny player stories they might have here. But he is a huge deal there. He played with a team called the Beijing Ducks, which I think, who did, did Jeremy Lin play, play for them recently? I don't know. Jeremy Lin might have played for them recently, but I didn't even really know there was a, I mean, I, I didn't even know there was a big Chinese basketball league over there. So yeah, he played for a team called the Beijing Ducks in around 2014 and 2018, I think was when he last played. I think he's retired now and he's coaching for one of those Chinese teams. But he played for a team called the Beijing Ducks. And with that team, he won three CBA championships, Chinese Basketball Association. So yeah, he's he's like their LeBron, I think, <laughs> almost. There's another guy called Jimmer Fredette who I think is really good. But like a lot of these guys, they wouldn't really last in the NBA. I don't know. Jimmer Fredette, I think he went. I don't know. But anyways, I digress. No, not no no shade to China or nothing, but I heard Lance Stevenson is playing there too. But anyways, he is such a big deal that not only did he get a statue in a park in China after named after him and in his honor, he also starred in his very own Chinese musical called I Am Marbury or You Are I Was Marbury. It's either of the two. If you look it up, you can watch some clips on YouTube. And I really recommend you do because it is hilarious. It is so funny. It is so damn funny. Now, I want you to put yourself in Stefan Marbury's shoes. A lot of this, these stories, I think you'll notice, have to do with understanding our favorite players here. I want you to picture yourself as Stefan Marbury to really understand this. Now, I think it's so funny to me because, like, imagine you're just a kid growing up in New York and you just have no way of knowing that you're going to be the star of a musical in a country like 500 hours away, man. <laughs> like, you just have no way of knowing. Like, imagine, just that, that, that must be like destiny, man. That's just fate at that point. That you're so huge in a country that you have probably never even thought about, right? And you have your own statue there and you have your own musical there. <laughs> that is just insane to me. Anyways, let's get into the actual musical real quick. So the musical, I think, I, I couldn't really tell from the clips I watched. From what I gather, it's kind of a autobiography drama, kind of, in a way. I don't really even know what to call it, but it's called I Am Marbury. And if you just look up clips on YouTube, you can find some very funny parts. There's a part where he fist bumps a guy, and I'm going to play that clip right now. He fist bumps a guy, and he goes... From that moment on, we became connected, and then the guy cuts him off and starts speaking in Chinese, <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> I don't. Mean, he looks so. He looks so upset with him. Just, think. Think of this. It's Stefan Marbury, right? So picture him, and then he like fist bumps the guy, and he goes, "From that moment on, we become connected." The guy cuts him off mid sentence to probably say what he's saying in Chinese. I don't speak any Mandarin, right? But probably to say what he's saying, right? And Stefan just looks so annoyed. It's really funny. From that moment, our lives. <laughs> and 
I really think before you continue the rest of this episode, you should go and you should watch those clips because they you just can't really I I just can't describe it. It's like so amazing. It's art really out of all the musicals i've seen what have i seen i've seen probably hamilton i've probably seen that i've seen the lion king one and the aladdin one and you know i'm not a huge theater person you'd have to talk to some other person about that but you know i i I know i know what's up kind of i know i know a little bit of what's up but i think that was hands down the best musical i've ever seen and i only watched like three minute long clips because i couldn't find the entire thing and it was still undefeatedly undoubtedly the best musical i've ever seen it was it was so touching when he was just when they were singing around him and he's dribbling a basketball which i'll play that clip too (laughs) yeah that's pretty much what it is. I I don't know. That that's just a real the collection of really funny stories that I found. And I think these are all things you should go and check out and read more about yourself uh read more by yourself cuz I really think you can you can find a lot of funny stuff out there, man. There are a couple other stories I wanted to talk about. There's the story of how Yusuf Narkic got discovered uh where he was basically the manager was stopped by his dad who was a gigantic police officer and an agent like an nba agent was stopped in bosnia where he's from and he basically um sees how huge this guy is and he's like do you have a son and they introduce him to each other and then that's how he got signed pretty much into the NBA or like he declared for the draft because they noticed he was really good. There's the story of J.R. Smith throwing soup on a Cavs um, staff member. So there's that. And if you want to hear another episode of this, man, you know, just let me know. But I think, again, that's going to about do it. This is a bit of a shorter episode this time, but I hope it was okay. Uh, make sure to follow me on my socials at let's underscore talk underscore b-ball on twitter and then at talk b-ball pod on instagram next episode we're gonna probably have a guest star i'll work on that and we're gonna talk about the 08 celtics man so stay tuned for that peace